A Quick Time Out podcast is presented by Dr. Dish Basketball. Dr. Dish machines are the most advanced shooting machines on the market. If you haven't already, join top programs like the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Duke Blue Devils, and countless others and upgrade to Dr. Dish Basketball. And now, save an extra $300 on select models when you mention Quick Time Out podcast. To find out more, visit drdishbasketball.com. It's great to have Nick Manzoni, owner of and founder of Sports Lab 360, on the podcast this week. Nick, welcome. Thanks a lot for having me, Tony. Uh, why don't you start off by telling a little bit about your background and what you do now with Sports Lab 360? My background is as a player and as a coach is in soccer. I developed this platform, Sports Lab 360, about six or seven years ago now um, in soccer, and we've re- recently expanded into basketball. Um, so the the kind of quick version, and I'm sure we'll elaborate on it later, but the, the quick version of kind of what the platform is, we avoid using the H word, but basically it's basketball homework for youth players. It's made up of individual modules that focus on different tactical principles. Um, so we can get as specific as, you know, a certain type of offense, you know, maybe a little more rigid, or we can be as kind of general and all encompassing as, you know, something like basic spacing on the court. Basically we have all these modules and as a coach, uh, you would go onto our platform, um, you know, a couple nights before practice and you would look through and say, all right, we're going to be working on this topic, or, you know, maybe we struggle on this topic in a game last night and you would assign that module to your players uh, so that they'd arrive to training with, you know, a bit of a, a cognitive head start, so to speak. Um, and, you know, it would allow you as a coach also to see, A, are your players working through the modules that you're assigning them? B, what are they scoring? Um, is there a certain kind of subtopic that, you know, one one individual player is struggling with? So it kind of gives you some insights into your team and, and, and on, on a team and individual level. Um, and then we have some other, you know, kind of customization features built in as well. But the modules themselves, we have a video portion, lesson portion, and a quiz portion. So players basically sit down, they see maybe like a, a four to five minute video that uses high school game film to introduce the topic. So let's say we're you know looking at a dribble drive offense. So they'll see three to four game film examples of dribble drives and certain concepts within that, you know, the, the key three to five pieces of information we really want to hammer down. Then they move on to the lesson portion. That's kind of what separates us from a lot of the other uh, companies and, and resources out there is basically we used a, a 3D animation tool to create different scenarios. And then we've kind of built some interactivity into it as well. So basically as a player, I'm working through the lesson, I will see a certain scenario play out on the court. It will pause. It will say, you know, based on what we learned, because obviously providing as much context as we possibly can is always really important. Uh, you know, based on what we learned, which which pass is better? Where should you clear out? Where should you make your cut, um, et cetera? Uh, so they work through about a five-minute interactive lesson, and then players move on to the quiz. Uh, like I said, you know, it allows coaches to, to have that feedback uh, with their players and allows players a chance to review. So that's kind of how the, the modules are structured individually um, and, and also you know, more, more generally big picture in what they offer as, as far as topics go. And what kind of feedback have you gotten from coaches and players? It's been awesome. Um, so on the 
I mean, on the soccer side of things, we definitely have more, uh, you know, more data to go into that since we've been there for what, six years now. Um, but basically, yeah, I mean, while, while soccer's gotten big over the last six years, I still try to go out of my way to talk to as many coaches as I can. And, you know, even, even parents or players, if they reach out individually, um, but everything's been super positive, uh, on the coach side of things, you know, have some awesome coaches that I work with and, you know, these are ones that are and oftentimes paying out of pocket uh, for the platform as opposed to collecting from the parents. So, you know, when, when coaches especially set that standard initially with the team um, that says, Hey, this is not something optional. This is, you know, not something that's going to take up a ton of your time. We're talking about maybe 20 to 30 minutes a week uh, for kind of the average user. What you find and what I hear from a lot of coaches in soccer and also some as we've, we've branched out in basketball too, is they have coaches sorry, they have players that are showing up to practice and are actually, you know, calling back and mentioning and, and questioning, et cetera, things that they saw in Sports Lab 360 in their homework that they did last night. So it almost in that sense has served as kind of a, a catalyst for, you know, players to switch on the the cognitive switch in their brain. You know, it's the the, the average attention spans, obviously, much lower than it than it used to be for players to sit down and ingest a full basketball game. So I think it's also, you know, from what I've heard from a lot of coaches is their players, you know, rather than just watching highlights on TikTok, their players have realized that there's this whole other side of the game, you know, the, the, the mental and IQ side, and they're, they're able to sit down and ingest a game with that understanding and appreciation and, um, you know, it really helps them, uh, you know, just just view view the sport and view the decision making aspects, um, you know, from a different light. So it's been really awesome. Um, I think with the coaches that really make it make it a priority um, with with engaged players, uh, we've we've had some great results. Um, and yeah, like I said, in basketball, having launched less than a year ago, we you know we have plenty of teams on the platform, and and the ones that are on it have had really good things to say. Um, and for me, it's, you know, just the challenge of, you know, how do I, how do I get it out in front of more coaches so that they can see what it is? And, you know, I'll get into this later, but I do think compared to soccer, basketball is more suited for this style of teaching. So I think for me, it's like, all right, I know this is potentially even something better for players in basketball. Don't tell the soccer coaches that, but uh, no, I, I do think, I do think there's really big potential with using it as a learning tool in basketball. I went on there last night and looked at, you have a, a sample session and it really is kind of a, a guided film session that helps people go through not just what to do, but also what to look for. And I mean, it really dives into the decision-making. Do you have range as far as like ages of players that are, are using this and benefiting from this? Yeah. Uh, good question. So, so far, and, and I think I think soccer and basketball line pretty well as far as what you're asking. W with ages, we're looking at for basketball it might skew a little bit higher, where we're at least to start targeting twelve to I guess through high school. Um, we're looking at teams. We're looking at you know above recreational level, and, and there's really not an upper limit uh, as far as youth basketball is concerned. Um, of, of what age appropriateness and level appropriateness our platform would cater to. I would say high school is kind of the, the bread and butter and the sweet spot for the content we currently offer. For us, the decision is, you know, we're, we're continuing to build our module library. Um, I think right now we have 30. 
So the decision is, do we try to build this out to cater to the college level, um, which, you know, obviously there could be a lot of benefits for players there, or do we take the approach of trying to target nine, 10, 11, 12 year old individual players um, and, and build on some, you know, ball handling and, and skill building tools to the platform. I've never done that in soccer. We've always been IQ platform for players. Um, but those are, those are kind of two different directions it could go. So for right now it's, you know, for 12 to, you know, 18 year old youth players um, who, and there's a coach element of it too. So we, we sell the teams and then coaches use it to assign, you know, the, these modules as homework. And then we also uh, have individual subscriptions. So players who want to increase their basketball IQ on their own um, can, can subscribe and access the content as well. Every play, every stat, every breakdown on their own, they're essential, but altogether they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advantage tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing pieces to get the most out of every second of film. Learn more at huddle.com slash a quick timeout. A big thanks to 323 Sports for supporting the show. The guys with 323 Sports are a team dealer providing uniforms, gear, equipment, and more to schools and colleges across the country. I've used them on multiple occasions, and their customer service and low prices are second to none. To find out more, visit 323sports.com, or you can reach out directly to a rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your sports program. As I was going through the sample session, I thought it was great for the ages that you just mentioned, but I also thought that there was benefit to younger players as well, maybe some that that understand the game a little bit better. But, you know, it was, like I said, guided teaching, a guided film session. So you're not only teaching them what to do, but also you were using actual game footage and breaking it down for them. And I thought it was just, it was it would be great for any age group, really, probably youth all the way through college and uh, definitely saw benefit with it. I do want to talk a little bit uh, about just kind of the decision-making process and teaching that to our players. And, you know, with what you have there, you've obviously thought through that and how to go about doing that. What, for coaches, kind of what what's the process that that should look like in regards to teaching decision-making to our players? Yeah, great question. So I guess I'd, I'd almost preface this answer by saying, you know, we're – we're never going to be any a replacement in any way for coaches. Um, it's it's really so. What we've done is we've kind of taken the foundational pieces of the game um, to start. And, and again, we we could, as I mentioned, getting into more you know ultra specific types of offenses or other concepts um, is a possibility. But right now, we're, we're focused on the foundational pieces of the game. I think a good way to put this is like if you look at something like screener reads or ball handler reads, um, you know, specifically in the context of, let's say, a Princeton offense. So as a coach, if you're teaching the Princeton offense and your players don't have the, the decision-making skills or the basketball IQ to understand reads off of a screen, it'll be tough to get the Princeton offense working efficiently and smoothly. So, you know, a best case, it would be, you might be able to run it, but it'll be kind of rigid and predictable. So our, you know, what we kind of offer to players, our, our value prop is we 
try to give them that holistic understanding of the game. So, you know, for example, looking for a slip if the defender is jumping the screen, which those types of things and, and rounding out the player's brains in, in that way then allows the coach to get to the part in practice where he or she can start kind of focusing on those higher level concepts um, and, and tailoring it more to their specific style of play or style of offense scheme, et cetera. So in a way, like you could, at a simple level, we're almost just a time saver for coaches. So we're trying to get your players from A through F, and then you take them, you know, from there to Z. So, you know, rather than having to spend 15 or 20 minutes in practice explaining things when, when also, you know, mention every player has a different view of the game and, and is at different levels uh, as far as their IQ goes. So we kind of like serve as, all right, let's get that baseline raised for your team and for your individual players and have some consistency around their understanding of the game so that you can then more quickly focus on your, you know, specific style of play. Um, and then from the perspective of the player, you know, they've found themselves in a situation on the court where, you know, maybe a week ago they weren't necessarily sure what to do or they weren't really just sure what they were seeing and understanding what cues and contexts to, to base their decision off of. But with Sports Lab, they've worked through it the night before. They've been in that position. And then when they're on the court in real time, they're able to, to make the right decision or at a minimum, you know, if they made the wrong decision, they'll have something to tie it back to and be like, oh, shoot. I saw that in the module last night, you know, that's, you know, maybe why it went wrong. What are some of the challenges that you feel like coaches face in teaching the decision-making and how have you all addressed those in what you're doing with sports lab? From what I've seen and, and, you know, I'm speaking a little bit to soccer as well as basketball, but it's hard for, it's hard for, and I think it probably rings more true in basketball, but teaching, you know, a specific, type of offense, um, whether whether it's something like uh, flex offense that's kind of universally understood as like the same actions or something like a Princeton offense that, you, you know, you might play in a Princeton offense, but like you're playing a specific, you know, set of cuts and screens that maybe only your team does. So I think in in having that and having this tool to kind of get your players all on the same baseline uh, has been, has been a big benefit, uh, to allow coaches to just, you know, show up to practice, have dialogue with your players and then within practice as well. And what we found in soccer is, you know, as players call back to something they've seen in a module, um, I think there's the flip side of that, where as a coach, if you say a player makes a basket cut and then they aren't really sure where to clear out, maybe they go to the, the corner that, doesn't align with what you're teaching. Um, but for a coach to say, for a coach to give a specific piece of instruction, that's easy enough for a player to follow. But for a coach to give a specific piece of instruction um, that a player now has this kind of library of knowledge to be able to contextualize that piece of instruction and understand how it fits into the bigger picture. Uh, I think that's what we found has kind of been a, a hidden benefit of Sports Lab um, and players saying, you know, to use a soccer example, a coach will say, you know, you want your heels on the touchline as wide as possible. Previously, a player might say, okay, I, I understand that command. I can do it. They don't understand why, you know, to create space, to create passing lanes. But now having this, you know, knowledge base from working through a module, they can understand and attach that 
sound bite of information from their coach um, to to a whole web of of ideas and concepts. Um, so it's yeah, that's that's kind of what we've learned over the past six or seven years in in how players are learning and how coaches are teaching. That's kind of how it's it's been the most effective. I've made this statement several times. I think a lot of modern basketball, especially is being coached and taught very similarly to how soccer has coached for a long time out of concepts and actions. And as a result, the way that you teach that has to be different, which is why I like what you guys are doing. Is there anything that you have felt now that you guys are starting to work into basketball that you feel like soccer coaches have done well that maybe basketball coaches could take and use? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I would say, I mean, it, it seems to me like in in soccer, the the process of, of for just for a youth coach getting getting accredited is is a lot different. Um, there's it seems like there's a little bit more structure around it, which has lent to the opportunity for coaches to have. And you know, to be fair, we're still we're still light years behind. You know, Europe obviously, for example, in soccer, um, but there's been a little bit more standardization around how coaches are teaching i think for soccer compared to basketball and and you know again i i have a team that that helps build the basketball content but i you know don't have speaking candidly i don't have tremendous amounts of experience as a basketball coach or in that space but i think coaches in soccer typically do a pretty good job of allowing their players to kind of learn through trial you know again I, I I can't speak to to you know I'm sure you can speak better than I can to this about how how much that exists in basketball, um, but I think you know self guided learning is something over the past five years that has become it's always been a buzz a buzzword but I think we figured out how to do it a little bit more intentionally, and I think it does it is an interesting conversation to have with basketball because you know in, in soccer you can kind of put eleven players on the field and they'll generally have a loose idea of of what to do at a certain age or you know as basketball we're talking about all right what what type of offense are we playing so it it's an interesting comparison because you don't have that flexibility all the time with basketball compared to soccer um but i, I think i think we've prioritized you know self-guided learning and and put some structure around it as far as our coaching education goes to our youth coaches um which has helped the landscape a lot yeah, no, I think what you have is good and you guys are doing a great job. And I think it'll be something that is more than just homework learning. Uh, it's it's fun and it's it's interactive. And uh, like I said, I think that especially as we move towards more decision making in the way that we practice and in the way that we play games and putting it more on the players, this kind of falls right in line with all of that. So uh, just one more before we wrap up one more time. Can you direct people to Sports Lab 360, whether that's on website, social and, and anywhere else that you want to connect with them? Yeah, absolutely. So. Website, we have two separate websites, actually, one for soccer, one for basketball. Basketball is www.sportslab360basketball.com. I won't go through all the social social handles, but we're on we're on all the big ones. And yeah, one one thing I'd add now is like we are we're still relatively early and young in the basketball space. Um, so uh, to, to keep it probably too general, um, still you know, we're, we're open to connecting with, with any coaches and anyone in the space. If they 
are interested at all in the concepts and whatever direction that may take um, is great. But yeah, we're, we're on all the socials and uh, shout out to the website. So, you know, we, we also do free trials. So coaches can, we don't have to do a credit card or anything. They can jump on, get a 10 day free trial of the platform, work it, work it in with their team and, and see if they like it. That's Nick Manzoni of Sports Lab 360. Awesome stuff. I love what you guys are doing, Nick, and wish you the best of luck. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Awesome. Thanks a bunch, Tony. Appreciate it.